Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com cloud. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It is indeed another edition of the ML Sports Platter. I'm your host, Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports. And of course, find the ML Sports Platter on Facebook and Instagram. And my one-minute hot takes and nine-minute videos from Rosie's Corner every Friday all over the platforms like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, IGTV, Instagram, and TikTok. We are brought to you by Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State Tax-Efficient Retirement Planning. Go with Brian today. Super pumped up. With our financial future, he really opened our eyes to a lot of new things. Go with Brian today on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and of course, advisors.massmutual.com. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Heather Saxon of Hunt Real Estate, Stanley Law Offices, Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. Go ahead and visit them online at liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com. Pete and Mike are doing an amazing job over there. And by the way, no doctor prescription is necessary for the first 10 Physical therapy visits in New York State. Liverpool Physical Therapy, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. How fast does time go? Well, this episode is a full week three preview of the NFL. That's right, we're already a couple of weeks done with the NFL season. It is absolutely, positively remarkable how fast time goes. And let's break all these games down, starting... Uh, well, last night was the Panther-Texan game, obviously, uh, but we'll break down Sunday and Monday here uh, as I'm recording this a day before the Panther-Texan game. I, I do expect Carolina to win that game, but I have been impressed with the Texans in terms of, you know, basically having an expansion roster. They have Davis Mills as the backup this week. Uh, you know, Terod Taylor is placed on IR. It seems like every single thing that happens, every single bad break that happens to someone, it happens to Terod Taylor. Uh, I guess he's Terod Taylor post-Bills. He's Tyrod on the Bills, right? Just after the Bills, I guess he has whatever name you want to call him. Uh, but just a really good guy, and everywhere he's gone, he's been a class act, and he's been a Band-Aid. And he just, it's one break after another. Uh, one bad break after another. So I have been impressed with a team that, you know, let's face it, with a lot of offseason stuff, David Cullian in, in, in as the first-year head coach, uh, all the distractions with Deshaun Watson and, and, and the rest, I, I think that they have actually played a fairly solid couple of games here. Um, it'll be hard with Carolina. They are home. I think this game will actually be close for a while, but then the talent of Christian McCaffrey will take over 
in the game. Again, recording this game before kickoff of that one. By the time you hear this, you'll know what happened on Thursday night football at NRG Stadium. Washington at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills, for the next two weeks, they play backup quarterbacks. Uh, Taylor Heineke for Washington and the aforementioned Davis Mills for the Houston Texans. And, uh, you know, this this Washington team, uh, their defense is ultra-aggressive. Um, Chase Young is, is just a man among boys. And, you know, I think Washington has the ability to find space against the Bills' defense, a defense that dominated Miami last week. But they have players. You know, McLaurin played great last week. Uh, Antonio Gibson can run it and catch it. Um, Heineke actually has a pretty darn strong arm. If you look at his numbers, man, he's 45 of 61 for 430, uh, 58 yards and three touchdowns. This Washington outfit's going to come in and play hard. They play hard for Ron Rivera. Uh, I think this will be a close game. I think it's going to be a 10-point win for the Bills uh, in this game. I'm going to go 28-17 to uh, 28 17, uh, in this game. Buffalo wins it. Uh, the Bills obviously trying to ride the momentum. They're favored by 8.5. Uh, trying to ride the momentum of last week against Miami. Uh, just a throttling of the Miami offense. Tuatunga Biola gets knocked out by A.J. Epinesa. Uh, who was all over the place, as was Russo, as was Matt Milano, as was Trey White, Micah Hyde. Uh, every one of those guys, they were all over the place. Uh, A.J. Klein, uh, and they had six sacks in total. And you know what? I mean, they won 35 to nothing with basically playing B-minus football. Uh, they played A-plus defense, but they played B-minus football as a team, most notably that happening on offense. So I think the Bills... At home here, got to take care of business. Double-digit win for them, 28-17. But I do think because Washington plays hard and they're very, very physical in that great defense, I think they do keep it close throughout uh, two, three quarters. Bears at the Browns. This is a huge game for the Chicago Bears. We'll see what happens here uh, with the banged-up Andy Dalton. Is it Justin Fields' time? Um, but this is a game where you know, you're know 500, and it's the third game of the year. Remember, the NFL, it's... It used to be four four-game segments of the year. Now it's a 17-game schedule, so you, I guess you have to go four, 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 five. You know, the first four games is it's the intro to the season. What's the early look after four games? How good is this team? Well, if the Bears can somehow sneak out of Cleveland with an upset win, I think we're going to learn a lot about this team. I don't see it happening. I think it's going to be too much Mayfield, too much Chubb, uh, too much Njoku, too many weapons on the Browns, uh, you know, and that defense for Cleveland, you know, again, it's it's a legit defense. It's a very, very, very good club. Um, you know, they're one and one. Both of them are one and one here um, this season. Cleveland, you know, they had to beat Houston, obviously. It's weird, isn't it? Like, they beat Houston. It didn't look as good as losing to Kansas City, you know, because they just they had the horrible, the horrible special teams gaffe at the end. You know, the punter tries to run to the right. And make a huge play. Should have just ran quickly and, and pooched it. Instead, they lose the game off of that with short territory for Patrick Mahomes and company to score. And then they beat the Texans by 10. I mean, you have to beat the Texans there. This is a monster game for the Chicago Bears. Cleveland, meanwhile, they play Chicago. Then they go at mini at Los Angeles Chargers, home for Arizona. This is an interesting, tough stretch in the back end of the uh, October slate before they face th- uh, a couple of conference uh, uh well, division foes, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, they have Denver before that. Um, you know, Cleveland has a really difficult uh, stretch also in December 
Uh, they've got to play at Baltimore, then they have a bye week, then they host Baltimore. Vegas at home, at the Packers, at Pittsburgh, and home for Cincinnati. So that end stretch is difficult for Cleveland, but this is a big, big game for the Chicago Bears, I think. Um, you know, I think we're going to learn a lot about if, if the Bears have any promise this year. You know, I think Cleveland could lose this game and still be okay, but you know, this is a game where the Bears, you know, going into hostile territory, playing a really good team. Uh, obviously, they beat Cincinnati last week, picked off Joe Burrow three times. Um, they got blown out in the first game against the LA Rams. Just had no answer for Matt Stafford in that offense. But uh, let's figure out who the Bears are after Week Three. I do think Cleveland wins the game. Let's go thirty-five. 224. Ravens at the Lions. Boy, Detroit is bad, aren't they? 0-2 already. What a win for the Baltimore Ravens. I expect them to come off of that win against Kansas City on Monday Night Football. Um, you know, just rolling that confidence. I don't see the Lions defense having any answer uh, for the Ravens and that pistol. Greg Roman, you know, Lamar Jackson, uh, run heavy. Uh, disguising and all the rest. I, I think this is a big game for Marquise Hollywood Brown. I think he goes off in this game. The Lions secondary is absolutely horrific. I think Jackson runs for 100, throws for two or 300. <clears throat> he better. I got him in fantasy. Uh, I will take Lamar Jackson and the Ravens big in this game. I think they put up a 40 spot. Let's go 40 to 16. Ravens big time. It's an inside venue. Uh, you've got that specialized turf. I, Lamar could go off here against this Lions defense. It's all on paper for him. Let's see if he can execute. Colts at the Titans. This is basically season on the line time for the Indianapolis Colts, and you've got a situation now where Carson Wentz is out with a double uh, ankle injury. It never ends with that guy. Uh, their defense was pushed around in week one, was a little bit better week two. They can't afford to get pushed around this week because if you get pushed around just a wee bit, that guy Derrick Henry is on the other side. Derrick Henry last week got my game ball. He was absolutely Unbelievable. He had 44-plus points in fantasy. Um, he's the best running back in football. He's why I, you know, he's so good. It's why I took him as the number one pick uh, in my fantasy draft. This Tennessee Titan club is a good team. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl uh, this year. Um, you know, Julio Jones looks like he has tons left in the tank. Tannehill already has 559 yards and a touchdown on 75 pass attempts and 48 completions. So he's already... Racking up the numbers, Brown, Jones, Henry, Tannehill. That offense is really good, and that Vrabel defense, <clears throat> they like to try and create some turnovers and uh, you know shut you down to force you into third and long, and I think that's going to happen a lot to the Colts. Give me the Titans big in this game, 31-13. to 13. Chargers at the Chiefs, one of the big games of the week. This is a huge, huge challenge for the Chargers. I just think it's going to be too much hostile territory, too much Mahomes, too much Tyree Kill. Kansas City hungry after losing to Baltimore. Uh, but look, the offensive weapons in this game, my God. I mean, I hope this is in the 50s. I really do. Eckler and uh, Herbert and Mahomes and Keenan Allen and Kelsey and Tyree Kill and Edwards E. Lair and all these guys. This is an offensive firepower game. Give me Kansas City 41, Chargers 34. I think the Chiefs defense actually makes a big play late in the game. We've seen that happen this year with Kansas City. Uh, Tyran Matthew. Uh, actually made a huge uh, interception, a pick six on Lamar. Uh, ended up not being enough because Lamar and company rebounded. Big week for the New Orleans Saints. They have to go at New England in this game. And uh, you want to talk about a team that's, I don't even know if there's a team that's more Jekyll and Hyde than the New Orleans Saints at this particular juncture. You know, week one, they bomb Green Bay on a neutral field in Jacksonville. 
And then this past week, they went to Carolina, and they look like a completely different football team. And that's why, you know, this is a week-to-week league, let's be honest right now. Um, and you know what? New England's 1-1 one and one here. And New England's going to be good all year. I've been telling people they've got a really, really strong defense. They have people who have come back from Corona. They have Dante Hightower looks absolutely positively like he has not missed a step. Uh, they've got veterans. They have guys who know how to play in, in, you know, in, in big situational football spots. Uh, guys like Chase Winovich now, who've been in the league a few years. Uh, you know, you, you've got to love still the veteran leadership and, and play of, um, you know, Devin McCourty, who's fantastic, been in the league for 12 years. Kyle Duger uh, is an outstanding safety. He's coming into his own out of Lenore Ryan a, a couple of years ago. Uh, the Bills, actually, and Brandon Bean wanted him. New England ended up getting him. Uh, you know, they just got a lot of guys. Stephon Gilmore. Uh, they've got players who have been in the league for a long time. Their youngsters are becoming veterans quickly. And Bill Belichick goes out and gets, you know, he gets captains and people who know situational football in college. That's a big thing here for New England. And, oh, by the way, their offense is not that bad. Mac Jones has been playing some pretty solid football. And this is a one and one football team here. They have James White. They have Elgalore. They have Dekeel Harry. Uh, they have a couple of weapons. They need these guys. They've done okay so far. John o. Smith, etc. Uh, Hunter Henry, of course, beginning things uh, not really great uh, as far as uh, the injury problems and all the rest. But, you know, it's a really good offensive line, but they need their offensive superstars to take the next step. That's the big thing for New England right here in week three. Because of their offensive line, because of winning at the line of scrimmage, because of their defense, and because I just don't know what I'm going to get out of New Orleans. I'm actually going to take New England in this football game. I am. You know, New England lost in week one to Miami. By the way, Miami, another team like New Orleans, you know, you want to talk about a tale of two clubs. Uh, Miami, you know, beats New England in week one, and then they get drummed by Buffalo at home uh, by five touchdowns, and the Bills played B-minus football in that game. Um, I'm going to ride Damian Harris. I'm going to ride James White. I'm going to run the screen game. I'm going to run... You know, methodical, tactical, disciplined, situational football. I'm going to ride home field. I'm going to ride the Patriots in this game. Give me New England 20-16 to in a low-scoring game in which New England's offensive line and defense wins it. And I think you're going to see this a lot this season from New England. The Falcons at the Giants, two pathetic football teams, two horrendous teams. Uh, the Falcons are already out of the gate again new personnel and the like, but it just doesn't matter. Ever since they choked away a 23 lead in the Super Bowl, it seems like this franchise is just tumbling down the football stairs. The Giants, meanwhile, should have won last week. Uh, too many mistakes in the end game against Washington. They're 0-2, terrible offensive line. Daniel Jones is no good. I know he had some moments against Washington, and that's nice, but Daniel Jones, turnover prone, fumbling and the like, and I know the offensive line creates a lot more problems for uh, you know, for Daniel Jones, then maybe he craves for himself. But I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons on the road. But I think it'll be a close game. I'm going to go 38 to. It'll be a close game for a while, and then Atlanta pulls away. I expect a couple of Calvin Ridley big plays here, and please do. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, maybe Kyle Pitts gets in order. Maybe this is the first, uh, you know, the big arrival game for Kyle Pitts against the New York Football Giants against a horrendous secondary. And by the way, the Giants just don't do the little things as well. We've seen drops all over the board. The receivers not making plays. Giants are abysmal. Give me Atlanta in this game. I'll actually go 38 to 31. I think the Giants can put up some points 
on this Falcons defense. Bengals at the Steelers. This is a very interesting AFC North game because you have the Steelers now with Big Ben looking horrific against both the Bills and Vegas. His receivers made plays, Deontay Johnson being one of them, you know, made some plays for him in that game. But last week against Vegas, he was horrible. Pittsburgh at home, they're favored by three, and the Bengals really need a victory here, not only in division, but uh, for a confidence standpoint. And Joe Burrow had a rough week last week. I think this game's going to come down to the final couple of possessions. I think it's going to be whoever can run the football and then go off the play action and execute on third down. I'm looking at you, uh, Najee Harris. I'm looking at you, Joe Mixon. And I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers in a close game, home field, coaching. Whenever it happens where it's a coin flip game for me, I always go with the home field and or the quarterback. Uh, In this particular case, I would actually put my money more on Joe Burrow than Big Ben. But the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, pretty darn good. I think they're going to get a little bit of a rush here. Cam Hayward and company, TJ Watt. They had Hayden and Micah Fitzpatrick back there in the secondary where I think they could create an interception opportunity late in this game with a heavy pass rush. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in a nail-biter, 24-23. Cardinals are at the Jaguars. This is a complete and utter mismatch. Uh, This game should be an absolute all-out blowout by Arizona, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. Uh, This is a club right now that is humming on all cylinders. They are 2-0. Kyler Murray is arguably the most exciting player in the NFL. You've got all kinds of weapons across the board. I mean, this team rolls out one guy after another offensively. DeAndre Hopkins is impossible to cover. A.J. Green looks like he's got a ton left in the tank. Rondell Moore, who I thought it was just an outstanding pickup out of Purdue in the second round of the NFL draft this past spring, Uh, He just adds a little bit more. The kid Christian Kirk is playing well. And they've got some major defensive players who are, and look, I like the the parts better than the whole for the Arizona defense. But, you know, Chandler Jones, five sacks week one, didn't do anything in week two. But they have Buda Baker. They have Chandler Jones. They have uh, J.J. Watt. They have Isaiah Simmons. They've got Jalen Thompson. They have about five or six guys who are major, major players if everybody else could step up, rise to the occasion there, Arizona could have one of the most complete defenses and complete teams in all of the NFL. And uh, right now, though, they're just humming. And I don't know how that Jacksonville defense, a no-name defense, a team in complete and utter rebuild, how they're going to keep up with the Arizona Cardinals. And, oh, by the way, the Cardinals defense should be able to make life miserable for Trevor Lawrence, who was horrific last week. He's going to go through those growing pains as a rookie quarterback. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals in this game. 40, 41 to 17. Jets are at the Broncos. Extremely difficult game here for the Jets. I just saw Chubb needs ankle surgery for Denver. That's brutal. Uh, just talent for talent. I just don't see it. <clears throat> I don't see Zach Wilson keeping up with Teddy Bridgewater, who, by the way, already has 592 yards and four touchdowns. He's played extremely well. Uh, it seems like everywhere he goes, he finds his niche and he just kind of keeps teams above water, which is pretty impressive. He's not an elite quarterback like a Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, he's he's not like those type of players. Uh, you know, Peyton Manning in the heyday, Tom Brady. Uh, he's not he's not one of those guys, uh, you know, in that group. But 
He is a really formidable guy. And Denver, with Melvin Gordon, Cortland Sutton, and Teddy Bridgewater, too much, I think, for the Jets' defense. The Jets' offensive line is so bad. I just saw a tweet that's going viral by some 12-year-old on TikTok who broke down the Jets' offense. Uh, absolutely deplorable last week in terms of the blocking scheme. Two guys looking at each other. People are uh, just uh, missing assignments. Uh Wilson throws into double or triple coverage multiple times. Just horrible. I expect more of that to happen. Tough environment. You got the air problem there as well. I'm going to go Denver uh, by big scores in this game. I'm going to go 28-6. to six. Denver pounds the New York Jets. Dolphins at the Raiders. No Tua Tunga Viola here. Uh, it'll be Jacoby Brissett again. I, I'm going to go the Raiders big. I, you know, the Dolphins, despite beating the Patriots in week one, they looked awful last week, and I think they're going to be overwhelmed here by... The Raider offense, even though I do like the corners for the Dolphins, up front we saw that there is a problem. They just cannot generate a pass rush. They cannot generate uh, you know, enough of a, a run-stopping group here. The Bills were actually able to run all over them, most notably Devin Singletary with that big run early in that football game. And I think Miami uh, is going to go in and get drubbed by the Raiders. Give me Oakland, or give me a Las Vegas, there we go. 31 to uh, to 16 in this game. Uh, Darren Waller uh, really is a is a great. I think he's a really great hands player. Uh, too much out of Derek Carr here, right? Uh, we know that so far um, they've gotten a lot out of Henry Ruggs the um, third. You know this is a good Raider offense, man. It really is. And they're going to be primed and ready, I think, to go 3-0 and and beat the Miami Dolphins. Uh, that atmosphere is also going to be unbelievably difficult for Jacoby Brissett and Miami. Buccaneers at the Rams. Whoa! This could be the game of the week right here in Inglewood at SoFi Stadium. Uh, the Ram- I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about, look, Chargers and Chiefs, you know, we talked about that earlier with the offensive weapons. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronk, Fournette, uh, uh, Matt Stafford, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, who had an amazing game last week against the Colts. This game is just ready to roll. And by the way, the Buccaneers' uh, defense has not looked that great in the first couple of games. They need to make some plays uh, against Matt Stafford in this offense. Um, I think this is a really, really close game. But I got to tell you, I'm loving the momentum, and I hate going against Tom Brady ever, but I'm loving the momentum for the L.A. Rams. I'm going to take the Rams in an nail-biter here, 31-28. I like the Rams in this game. I, 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 I need to see more out of the Tampa Bay defense, especially the secondary. I know they you know, had a, a pick six or two, uh, but, but on a consistent level, tackling, coverage, that kind of stuff, they can create turnovers. It's funny, there's, there are a lot of defenses in the NFL, they'll give up chunk yardage. They'll let the third down chains move, move, move. And then all of a sudden, bang, they take the ball away. And Arizona, I mentioned, they're one of those teams. Or, you know, bang, they get a big sack on second and five. All of a sudden, it's third and long. And you get them off the field off of that one play. They're a turnover-prone defense. If they can shore up some of the other day things, some of the basics, some of the fundamentals, I think Tampa Bay uh, really could could dominate and be unbeatable in two, 2021 but I like the Rams this week, 31-28. to 28. I'll probably eat those words because Tom Brady will get me again. Seahawks at the Vikings. Are you serious right now with Russell Wilson's numbers? 40 for 54, 597 yards and six touchdowns. I mean, good grief. It's going to be a tough road game with the atmosphere at U.S. Bank Stadium, no doubt. Uh, Vikings, 
uh, I think have played really, really solid football, to be honest. I think Kirk Cousins last week, that was the best game of his Viking career against Arizona in a losing cause. He got him down there. He had a great game. He was efficient. He got him down there for the game winner, but the kick did not uh, go through the uprights. And we know that there was a blocking assignment miss and the like, a 37-yard chippy. It was missed. Uh, with with the chippies, one thing, but you missed the blocking on that side as well. Not not a good look for that Viking special teams out that they got to shore some things up. This is what this boils down to. Look, the Vikings are home when it's a coin flip game, and I only say it's coin flip here because Seattle has to travel um, a decent amount. You look at the home field. You look at the quarterback. Eh, okay, Vikings have home field, but I'm going Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter. Green Bay Packers at the 49ers. A recent nemesis of Green Bay is San Francisco. And this is going to be a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous football game. Super physical at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, the Vikings are a, or the uh, 49ers are, are a Super Bowl contender. The Packers are a Super Bowl contender. Um, I think it's going to come down to, uh, you know, the Packers' offensive line can they neutralize the 49ers in that ferocious defense led by one Nick Bosa? Can the offensive line handle that? Because in the past, they have not been able to do it. Armstead at, coming at you. Barrett, Bosa. Uh, uh, they got a bunch of guys here. Uh, D. Ford, who are, who are really, really good players, and they work off of that pass rush. They work off that aggressive play to try and get tip balls and all the rest and, and, and get off the field on third down and get interceptions. Fred Warner, their linebackers, Harris and Dre Greenlaw, they've got a lot of guys on this defense who are fast, physical, and really, really, really tough. And I think San Francisco at home, I'm going to ride them right now. Green Bay, you know, I, you know I, I think that the Lions game was predictable. They got housed in week one against the Saints. Again, it's about today, that opponent, that stadium, that quarterback, that you know, that game plan, etc. Um, I'm just going to ride the Niners. I'm riding Jimmy G. I'm riding the play action. I'm riding some Elijah Mitchell. I'm riding Debo Samuel. I'm going to ride some Kyle Shanahan trickery, and I'm going to take the 49ers defense, make it a big play somewhere in this game in the fourth quarter. San Francisco 27 Green Bay 24. The last game here, Eagles at the Cowboys. The Eagles, again, just like the Dolphins, just like the Saints, right? Just like the Packers, just like some other teams. It's such a week-to-week league. They looked ferocious and great beating a bad Falcon team. I know that the Falcons are horrendous, but they still look great. And it was an eye-opener only because Jalen Hurts played so well. But then in week two, that aforementioned 49er team completely shut them down. So it was like, okay, can they play against a good defense? This Cowboy defense is miles better than last year, and a lot of it has to do with their linebacker play. Van Der Esch has been great. You look at uh, you look at the play of the rookie Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Eagles road game, tough game, division battle. These two teams know each other really well. I think Dak Prescott makes more plays in this game than Jalen Hurts. By the way, Dak Prescott, 65 of 85 for 640 yards, three touchdowns. The numbers in the NFL are out of control. But I'm going to go with a little, a little bit of Zeke Kelly and a little bit of Prescott. Give me a little C.D. Lamb, some Amari Cooper in the red zone. I think the offense makes more plays than the Eagles. And give me Dallas in this game, 26-24. So there you go with the Week 3 NFL picks. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. You can get it all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeart, 
Media, and Amazon Music. We are brought to you by our great friends at the Al and Angus Pub, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and Burton Ace Hardware. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over to Burton Ace Hardware right on Route 11 in front of the Burton Bridge. They have everything you can imagine. I was there yesterday. I picked up a, a couple of mums. They've got some local vendors selling pickles and barbecue sauce and 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 beef jerky. Uh, they've got garbage cans. They have paint. They have inside and outside amenities. They have grills. They have pot soil. Uh, uh, they, they've got it all at Ace Hardware. So make sure you shovels, you name it. Go over there and uh, shop at Burton Ace Hardware, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Do want to throw a tip of the cap, uh, support thank you out there as well to the Swan and Whitaker families and Welch and Company Jewelers. Thanks again for listening. I'm Mike Lindsley. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. At Bush Gardens Christmas Town, rekindle the spirit of holiday traditions for you and your family. Save a refreshing Coca-Cola while you delight in over 10 million twinkling lights and new holiday shows. Cherish the moments as you visit Santa and Rudolph and immerse yourself in a world transformed by the season at the world's most beautiful theme park. The holidays shine brightest at Bush Gardens Christmas Town. Select dates through January 2nd. Right now, tickets as low as $39.99. Hurry before prices go up. Restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.